Hey everyone, welcome to the Talking Podcast. This is uh, episode eight or nine, something like that. Who's We're, counting? Uh, who's counting? I'm of course Cody. And I am Kevin. And today we'll just be talking. Uh, what we're going to be talking about is movies, as you may be able to tell. We saw quite a few movies in 2019. Uh, a lot of them, a fair bit good. A lot of them bad. <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, we pared down a list, each of us, of five individual movies that we thought were the best and five we thought were the worst. Uh, we ranked them. We're going to go back and forth unless of course one of us has the same one as another in which case who cares we'll just talk about it that's right i uh, i say we just get into it start let's gabbing it. start tacking let's go what's all right all right okay so we're gonna start off with the worst so kevin give me your this is from uh least worst to to most worst right yeah five to one being the worst all right my number five uh would have to be men in black international I can I heavily considered putting this on the list. Yeah, it was that movie was bad. Yeah, um, and forgettable. Right, very forgettable. Yeah, um, I didn't think the main character made a lot of sense. No, um, in the way that she got in the organization. Because if you think about Will Smith, like by the way, we're just spoilers. We're not gonna. <laughs> oh yeah i don't no. know how spoilery we'll get to be honest we we might not get too spoilery but just in case i'm not let's not worry about that yeah so just this is from last year okay and so. it's from a whole year ago gosh get with the times get with the times all right okay. so yes tessa thompson she was she was kind of a weird character at times she would flip-flop right that was her thing she would go between like being really cocky and kind of sure of herself to being insecure and yeah she and had not. a lot of uh like, I couldn't figure out who her character was. Yeah. Um, and I think a part of that was because of the improv in that movie, too. Yeah. It felt like there was a fair bit of improv, and I think that probably made it harder to delineate between, okay, this is a written character, or, oh, this is just Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth kind of having fun. Yeah. Regardless of if that makes sense for the character at this time or not. And, yeah, Chris Hemsworth wasn't... Uh, I mean, he had a couple of scenes that were, like... I kind of got into likable guy. Yeah. yeah. I got into no, actually no, that's a lie. But like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, you know, that's that's all right, whatever. Like I I chuckled at some of his scenes. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think the the tiny alien guy was very funny in this one. He was one. terrible, which which sucks cuz he's a funny comedian. Right. Uh, yeah. That's Kamel, right? On Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was good in that um Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, no, it's too bad because it is a decent cast. I like Chris Hemsworth. I like Tessa Thompson. I know they can be really good. Yeah, Liam just, Neeson. Yeah, Liam know, Neeson. Like, no, no, I my... came. I came very close to putting that on my list. That was yeah. a, that was a very weak film. Right. So, what would your number five be? My number five is uh, Gemini Man. It was kind of between this. Mm. It was between this and a couple others, which I'll I'll guess I'll shout out later before our number one. But Ayo, uh, you didn't see Gemini Man. Right? I did not. Yeah, that was one of the few we didn't see together. Gemini Man was, um, it was very, like, just, we have some cool action, and we have really bad writing, and we have really bad uh, character stories to tell, and it sucks, because I love Will Smith, obviously, I love, uh, I never remember her name right off the bat, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's great. She's in awful movies, though. If she's in a movie, there's a good chance it's going to be bad. 
That's why Birds of Prey is going to suck. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I like these actors and they're just in this movie that's like, man, this writing is so, so bad. At first it's like, okay, it's bordering on the edge between cheesy and kind of funny and likable. But by the end, you're just, it's, you're so over it. The writing for the story was terrible. The places that it goes by the end are ridiculous. Uh, Semi-predictable as well. Um, The only thing I can say about it is at times the technology for young Will Smith looks good. But then there's other times where it looks terrible. So I can't really compliment that even, you know. Um, The best thing about it is in the middle of the movie, there's a pretty good lengthy action sequence between young and old Will Smith. It's pretty solid. They show that in the trailer, right? They show most of it in the trailer, yeah. Most of the cool parts when he takes the dirt bike and does the wheelie over the cop car, yeah. Um, But yeah, overall, just a really bad um, movie that almost feels like it could have been not so much the stunts, but just the story. It felt like a direct-to-video movie. Just the story. It's like, man, this is this has the makings Ooh. of a of that level of of movie that you'd see at Blockbuster or whatever straight away. Jeez, I don't know why Blockbuster is the first thing that came to my head, but well, they're a you very booming business. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Blockbuster and Bend, Oregon, everyone. Uh, that was my number five. Yeah, Gemini Man. Not good. Yeah. What was the number four for you? Man, I I don't know if you'll be surprised by this. Okay. Um, my number four is Terminator Dark Fate. Mm, yeah. See, I also came really close to putting this on my list. I did not, though. Yeah, but, see, uh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Well, gosh, there just seems to be a theme uh, of movies that came out last year, even this year, or maybe this year, I don't know, definitely last year, where there is a series that has established canon, and then the new movie just like craps over all of that canon in order to do a new canon that's the exact same thing. And it's funny because with Terminator Dark Fate specifically, right, it, it is crapping all over everything past Terminator 2. It's saying those movies didn't exist. And it's like, okay, fine. But then it also kind of craps over Terminator 1 and 2. And I mean, there there were a few cool things in it. Like I, I really liked the idea of the Terminator being able to split into two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bad Terminator, like that's, but they it didn't util- they didn't utilize it enough. They didn't they didn't use it in. I I feel like they weren't as creative as they could have been no. with that. Because like I feel like there's some really cool things you could do with that, and they do some cool things with it. It's just maybe could have gone a little bit more uh, creative with the action scenes with him, right? And uh, I don't know. It just doesn't have the charm of. I guess two in the way that the characters are able to banter, even when they're like not being like buddy buddy, there's still some kind of character. Yeah. Uh, I don't development between these people. Yeah. And I didn't really feel a strong tug in this one. Like you had a couple I mean, moments, I think where they were trying to do that, but I don't, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think they ever really yeah, fully developed that. There's a few cool moments with Sarah but overall, her character is like doesn't really feel like Sarah Connor. No, you know what they did with Arnie in the movie was pretty. Just the more you think about it, the worse it gets with Carl. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would turn, the reason I didn't put it on here is because I, I think overall that movie is kind of just whatever, right? I don't remember how we graded it, but it, we I think we gave it like a five or a six, something. Yeah, maybe maybe a six somewhere in there. 
the action scenes are fun uh, for the most part. Um, even as wild as they get, it's still like, okay, this is kind of fun and creative. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the overall story was just not there. And the character dynamics weren't there. There were hints of it, right? I liked uh, uh, the the chick from Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> liked her in the movie. But we needed more. We needed more of that. We needed more of that, and we I, I never really connected with the main character, which is not a good thing. <laughs> no. The surrogate John Connor of the movie, I never really, really bonded with her. Yeah, um, and that scene where she's, like, doing the resistance stuff, I, I did not feel anything. No, it's it's so, it's so it's like the Transformers effect where they're just throwing so much at you. It's like, I don't even feel any stakes right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it feels it's such an impossible situation, too. I hated everything they did with the future stuff in that movie. That was all bad. I hated all of that. Like, I really did not like that. Um, it's just an inferior and less cool uh, Skynet. Yeah. yeah. No, that was that, that movie came close, but I was like, ah, Gemini Man kind of beats it out. All right. Oh, but what, what beats out Gemini Man? What beats out Gemini Man is Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought about putting this on my list. Yeah, I, um, this movie I, sucked yeah, so bad. It it did. I think that I put this on my list over something like Terminator because I can find some redeeming things about Terminator. With this movie, like there was nothing. Everything was bad. The humor was the worst it's ever been in Fast and Furious. Just terrible. Uh, the action was boring. I was bored during the action. That's not what I'm supposed to feel during a Fast and Furious action movie. Um, and the uh, the story was stupid. They didn't really give a whole lot for... Um, uh, and I'm not expecting it, I guess, because it's a stupid movie. But I would have liked some more depth for the villain, for Idris Elba. Yeah. The way they set it up, it feels very just like, oh, we're doing another expanded universe, shared universe thing here. We're... We're doing this. We're superheroizing this franchise, you know, literally with Idris Elba being yeah. the black Superman yeah. that he is. I'm black Superman. <laughs> you do a perfect impression of that. <laughs> that is spot on. You should do. You should. Uh, whenever Idris Elba makes a big movie that they then turn into a cartoon, and they want to get his character for that, but they can't afford him. I'll be his voice actor. You'll be his voice actor. You'll be perfect. <laughs> and it'll be like Groot, and that's the only phrase I say. Yeah, he, you can only say, I'm Black Superman. <laughs> I'm Black Superman. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's just so, it's so ridiculous, and it's so over the top. And that's, the thing is, because like I say some of these things, and it's like, that's what I like about Fast and Furious. I like the Fast and Furious movies, because they're big and over the top and ridiculous. This movie does it in a way that's not fun. It does it in a way that's making me roll my eyes. And that sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. Yeah, no, I, I, dang, yeah, I should have put that movie on my list. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, you. there's not a lot of redeeming stuff about it. So the reason I didn't really put that on my well, list. Well, the thing, Terminator is more disappointing, though, than this, right? So I can understand how you yeah. might put that above this. Because who cares that this movie is bad? Terminator, it's like, right. oh, man, we only had, this is our last chance and it wasn't good. Yeah, because with Hobbs and Shaw, I didn't have any expectations. Yeah. And so when I left, I was like, yeah, that was. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but whatever. So, like, I I knew going into it, it wasn't going to be like, you know, Schindler's List. Where yeah. it's just. Be weird if it was. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I don't really know what else there is to say about that movie. Yeah, they show everything in the trailer. Everything. Every like everything. everything. I I figured when I saw it, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is like, this seems like the final fight, yeah, and it, it is. It they was. show the biggest moments. I remember there being some really funny, like weird inconsistencies at the end too, where it, it's like nighttime and then daytime in yeah. the very next scene. Jeez, it's like, yeah, Whoa, there what happened there? Some odd editing. Yeah, choices. Uh, that entire thing with the trucks hooked up to the helicopter that was terrible. Yep. Well, they put that in the trailer. Yeah. They got The Rock they showing did. off his strength. I think they even showed uh, The Rock and Jason Statham beating up Idris Elba in the trailer, too. Yeah, yeah, they did. The final fight, where they realized they needed to work together to beat the bad guy. Ooh, yeah. That was See, the lesson okay. of this film, everyone. We got to work together. <sighs> yeah. And I guess another reason why I didn't put this on my list is, like, it's one of those movies, I feel, where it's... it's <laughs> serviceable but no it's it's so bad it's it's not good right but like it's it's like a bad like if you do a drinking game to it you'll you'll probably be okay yeah Yeah, fast and furious was my number four and really odd cameos yeah it just hey i'm friends with this person put him in the movie number three for you (laughs) number three no crossover yet i know very surprising i know i feel we might have one in the best one crossover? I think we'll have one. Oh, I'm, I think we'll at least have two or three. Or, oh, yeah. Like if in the list. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's your number three? My number three is Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. I, the more <laughs> the more I think about that movie and the, the more, <laughs> yeah, the more I like research about it, it it's so... It's so just like disappointing. It's because the end of the, it's the end of it's, the it's saga. The end, it's the end of the saga. Like this is this is canonical, supposedly. Supposedly. For now. Until twenty years from God, now. Yeah, yeah, until JJ retcons everything. Yeah. Yeah. Until they bring the Emperor back again. Jeez, man. Like Gotta do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, there was a term that I had been uh stumbling upon um watching stuff about like this movie and it's called a was it mcguffin do you know about this yeah mcguffin yeah which was every every object they come across there's a new mcguffin right there's okay we got to go to this planet new mcguffin oh we found the mcguffin now we got to get the other mcguffin on this other planet yeah just one to the next yeah you just summarize the movie yeah especially that first two acts i'd say out the mcguffins (laughs) had character depth don't bring back the Emperor. Why not have Snoke clone himself or something else? Anything. I don't know what they that were clearly, doing in that, that clearly movie. wasn't the plan after The Last Jedi, right? It, no. I don't think... Maybe it was for J.J. initially, and maybe if he had made that second movie, he had a, would have had more build-up to the Emperor. But in this third movie, or sorry, in the second movie, The Last Jedi, you get no... There's no inklings towards the Emperor coming back or anything like that, which is why at the very beginning, they're like, the dead speak, right? Immediately, they're like, all right, we just got to get Palpatine in there from the beginning because we won't have enough time otherwise. Right. And that was their explanation. Yeah. If you watch the OG trilogy, you see the Death Star blow up Mm -hmm. twice. Yeah. Right? We see it blow up. Yeah. Where is the wreckage? Where is this planet? What what is why the why, why does, did someone build a dagger? <laughs> yeah, 
that has a built-in, you know, I, I don't even know what that is, mechanism where you have to line it up with the wreckage. Do you, know, you have to be in the right spot. You have to pray that that wreckage didn't move. You're on a planet where everybody is scavengers, right? Or there's a lot of scavengers. People pick things for parts. In Mandalorian, right? He leaves his ship briefly, comes back, and parts are scrapped. Yeah. This is what would happen. Yeah. With especially with the Death Star. If you, it yeah. did survive. You would think. That MacGuffin would not be there. And why why is we know there was no Death Star wreckage in Return of the Jedi. We see it get just pulverized. It's gone. But let's say there was, right? Why would it not why would it go to this other planet? Why wouldn't it go to the forest moon of Endor? Because that's what it was orbiting. It was in orbit of that. So the explosion rocketed the other stuff away from it into another planet in that same solar system. What's going on there? Gosh. The stakes, I felt none of them. Nope. Um, Absolutely not. Yeah, I didn't feel any connection with these characters. Finn, such a waste. Such a waste. Like, Ray! that is... Man, That's dude, like, movie. yeah, rogue, rogue Stormtrooper, right? Yeah. That's such a neat idea. Very cool. Yeah, and then they just piss it away. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, yeah. Ray sucks. Ray in general, just right. Jeez, her whole thing is just like nothing there. I have no. What am I supposed to connect? Yeah, like with her trials. Did she overcome? What is her story? Is all over the place. It's I guess about her just finding family at the end of it all, and it's like. Dude, okay, this is, also... It's, every, it's just also unclean, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And they treat the Force like it's some kind of like superpower in this movie. Well, which it is. But right. They but treat like, it like... It, they, they, they treat it like it's... Uh, these people are on Force steroids. <laughs> <laughs> They're just injecting themselves with mitochloria. It's what it feels like, the way they treat it. And it they don't really... They pay lip service to it by saying... Palpatine's got all the Sith in him. Ray has all the Jedi, but we don't. What does that mean? Why? Why did they have that? Yeah, none of it makes any sense. Um, yeah, it goes against a lot of things. They retcon a lot of stuff. They don't go anywhere with the characters. Uh, character dynamics between the three of them pretty good when they're together. It's fun. Yeah. C three PO when he died, you know that was very uh, heart wrenching. So it was Chewy. Yeah, I cried. Too bad they didn't die. <laughs> Only the Too bad, bad guys. We don't have any actual, you know, consequences or yeah. anything. You know, yeah. uh, Ben Solo's only line is "ow." Did you know that? Oh, really? He doesn't talk after. Really? He says "ow." He fights. Yeah, I I wish that whole finale was treated differently. I I didn't think any of it was uh, well executed. The no. whole the whole bringing out the second lightsaber thing was just kind of dumb feeling. Yeah, very anime esque. Palpatine is an idiot in this. Palpatine but, is an idiot, right? Yeah. In the in the original trilogy and the prequels, he's yeah. he's smart. He's smart. He's calculated. He's like five steps ahead of everyone. Yeah, else. yeah. Here, I don't know what his plan was. His plan is is to uh, expose himself to the galaxy, <laughs> so that his uh, plans can be thwarted. <laughs> right. That's, that's so, what his plan is. Yeah, just like in you know, like Metal Gear, you just yell all the time and you just reveal your location. Right. You don't sneak around. No. I will say it uh, It makes the Mandalorian look better, <laughs> for sure. Yes. Uh, my number three was Child's Play. 
which was mm, did we both see this together? No, I did not see. You this. didn't see this? Okay, I don't. I don't know who I saw this with. Then. Oh wait! Oh crap! Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Dang, I forgot, you just forgot about, about that it, movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! The point wow. that you hear the title and you still don't think you saw it. <laughs> oh my gosh! I would have added this. <laughs> yeah, Child's Play is terrible. Wow, um, that's right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, that movie was really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, can I take out any one or two? No. No, but you can contrib- no. you can contribute to uh, to this this hate session. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so the only oh, sorry, no, go ahead. Yeah, this is your it was It was uh what's her name? The Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, very weird casting to yep. put a comedic actress in this scary role. Uh, the movie isn't scary at all. It, it leads more towards comedy. They're leaning into the silly aspect of Chucky, which is something that later Chucky movies did quite a bit. Um, I don't think it's necessarily the, a bad way to go, but none of the humor in the movie works. And it's not scary, so you're not hitting either fronts there on what this film is supposed to be or what you're showing it to be. Right. What it comes from. Having Chucky, if you're going to reboot it, having him be an AI, that's that's interesting i guess that's an interesting place to go with it it doesn't it's not good <laughs> it's really bad I, I much prefer the original voodoo uh place where chucky actually has a personality in this of course since he's an ai he's pretty robotic and and boring um i also think mark hamill was miscast as the voice of chucky which is unfortunate because i like mark hamill but i just thought his voice was really weird for this film and it yeah. didn't when you listen to when you watch the original child's play the voice of Chucky is is like a normal kid's doll. It's something that a kid would like. You listen to Mark Hamill's voice in the Chucky doll, and it's like, no kid would like this. Everyone would be terrified of this. Um, so I think that immediately just, uh, it's a bad place to start from the beginning. Right. Um, and even making the kid older that Chucky is is trying to kill, even making him older, I think, was a mistake because you you lose tension immediately like that. Um, and I think the original kid had way more charisma and personality than our new one. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just it's a really silly, dumb movie that is uh, un, it's you. I did not want to watch it. <laughs> well, in the middle of the movie, I was like, man, I am done with this movie. That's how I felt. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's just it's truly an awful, awful film. A terrible reboot of the Chucky series. We watched Child's Play immediately, the original one, because I don't think you'd seen it prior. I think we watched that immediately afterwards, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, yeah, this is it's night. It's night, it's and, night day. and day. Yeah, um, yeah. That that movie was terrible. Yeah, I I definitely agree with the. It's not scary. I think the only time I was like scared was because there was a scene that was fairly quiet. And then all of a sudden they just play this like loud mm. jump scare. Yeah. yeah. And, it was, and it was Aubrey Plaza just walking into the room. Like I remember that. There was a weird jump scare. Yeah. That was like totally out of place. And like, why did we need that? That was, yeah. I remember that. That yeah. was weird. Yeah. That was bad. Uh, wow. Your- dang. Yeah. If I had remembered that, that would have <laughs> yeah, easily made this list. That's a good one, isn't it? Wow. Good job. What is your number two? <sighs> my number two is. Hellboy. Yeah, that's actually my number two as well. My man. <laughs> Too bad, too, because uh, David Harbour as Hellboy right. could have been good. I And you I, see sparks you of it see in it, Yeah, you see it. Yeah. 
it's just the direction is not there. Terrible. His the his writing, his direction of the character is not there either, which sucks. I I don't like Hellboy in the movie. Hellboy, <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, the editing is odd. Very bad editing. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good point. The editing was weird. Geez, because like I remember there'd be a scene where I don't know he gets gets like knocked out and then he wakes up and then he gets knocked out and then it's just like what is the passage of time here? What? Yeah. Who who are these people? What are they doing? What did really bad ADR too? Yeah, the characters. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. No. Really bad CGI. Yeah, unnecessarily, or maybe not unnecessarily graphic, but like overly graphic. It, I, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I right. and I don't usually say that, but it's just like, oh man, this isn't like cool violence. It's just like gratuitous for gratuity's sake, I guess. Right. It's uh, was it? Uh, no, not not. Never mind. It's just violent. It's just a gore fest. It's, it's yeah. A, it's a it's a lot of red. Um <laughs> yeah, I remember that, especially the giant scene that stuck out to me as bad CG. It felt like a bad video game cutscene. Yeah. Um which sucks. I don't like because there's segments in the movie. They had a decent budget for this movie. Just don't go beyond your means. No. You know? Work within your means. If like, you if you don't think you can pull that off, then don't try it. Yeah. And man. Save it for the sequel if this one's successful. Right, that the whole, the character, uh, the um, relationship, the relationship between ooh, he and his dad. The relationship. The relationship. Can I help you with the relationship, sir? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But yes, the relationship yes. between him and his dad uh, sucked. It was um, so bad. Wow. Yeah. That actor, dude. He's he's the guy from John Wick. Dang, yeah, they're he's, he's a good actor. He's good. But he's like slurring his words in this movie. They're well, using bad takes. It's so weird. Because he was drunk the yeah, entire he must time have he was been. on set. <laughs> he was just I would wasted. be too. Yeah. Gosh. Um, yeah. The, both of the new characters kind of suck too. Um, they show the end of the movie and the trailer. They do. They show it's, the final it's fight sequence. The final. Yeah. It's not even a fight. You can't. It's it's literally just like it's one of those things where it's like oh we're seeing the team fight one last time before we roll credits. It's Pure action, nothing to do with the story at all, and they show that in the in the trailer. Why? It's not even that a good action scene. Why put it in the trailer? What else are you gonna put in there? I, they put the giant scene. They put the, in there. They did put the giant scene in there. Yeah. Um. It's too bad, Mila Jovovich. You know, she doesn't. She tries. Mm. One thing I will say about this movie. Yeah. The pig. Yes. Pig character. Yes. The pig I'll, character was I'll, good. I'll give him. I'll give him one of these. Yeah, we liked him. He had growth. He had development. Yeah. Right. He had. I think he had the most character. He had the most character out of every single person in that movie. Uh, Man, yeah. I, I think we we're going to have the same number one. We're going to have the same number one. Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Dark there Phoenix it is. was terrible. Woo. Um, you and know, I, I think Hellboy might be a worse movie, and I think Child's Play might be a worse movie. But just the cherry on top of it being the final real X-Men movie, just really cements it as as being terrible i think it's right. kind of the same reason you put terminator as terminator high as you did on the list because it's a, it's a disappointment too they're disappointments they're all the end of a saga and they all suck they all suck <laughs> they all don't on, deliver dude um no it sucks too because i was actually one of the people that was kind of a defender of apocalypse and i don't think apocalypse is good but i think it's entertaining it's better and it's one, yeah, you can't argue that it's not better than this. This yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> no, Apocalypse actually felt, it, it felt like it was in the same vein as uh, Days of Future Past. 
And Days of Future mm-hmm. Past was excellent. First Class is pretty good. I think Days of Future Past is like probably the best X-Men movie. It's it's fantastic. Apocalypse, Jeez. not so good, yeah. but it still has some redeeming qualities that they could have uh, ironed out and and really developed these characters more in the next movie. And then they did this instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's one of the things I remember mentioning in the review is it's super it feels super small scale it just doesn't feel like this big gigantic finale that you, it should feel like yeah there are cool scenes in the movie um I remember like that space scene at the beginning was pretty cool I remember it's like oh we're getting to see them do a rescue mission and they're working together they're using their powers together it's like oh this is cool this feels like uh, maybe for the first time, the X-Men working as a team together, which is neat. Um, but the rest of the movie doesn't follow through on that. They kill <laughs> Mystique very close to the beginning of the movie. So all of her stuff is just gone. For well, now. yeah, that's what she gets for being like, maybe it should be called the X-Women. The X-Women. Ooh, so bad. Man, yeah. So and bad. then, like, Charles is all of a sudden an alcoholic. Professor X, they well, he had problems in the past, but like in this movie, he's very cocky, right? And they make him really unlikable in this movie for whatever reason. He's like, he likes the attention that the X Men are receiving. You know, he's like, he's letting it all go to his head, is yeah. what it is. But he's he's got a direct line to the president. Yeah, it just feels weird that we're going that route with this character. That doesn't feel like that's where we should be going. Yeah, they just tried. They, it was it felt like character devolving. In order to yeah. have some evolution, just for the sake of it, uh, Magneto, that actor, I can't remember his name. You know it off the top of your head. He's great. He's excellent. He try. He always tries his best. Michael him Fassbender. And, Michael Fassbender. Him and and uh, Professor X. They always are always acting at the top of their game. They never phone in a performance. Yeah, it's, dang. They I've, just have the worst material to work with. Right, dang. I, I could like, it, if I weren't hearing the words coming out of their mouths and like I were just reading their facial expressions like yeah. I think they're doing a pretty decent job. Yeah. Those they two try. People. They really try. <laughs> they do. That final scene with them where they're uh I think they're playing chess again and he you know they're talking before Magneto goes away. It's like this feels great. None of the words, the dialogue's not good, but these actors have a genuine like chemistry together and you yeah. can feel that even through the bad dialogue. Um Gene is terrible in the movie. She's awful. Uh, it's literally just a redoing of X-Men The Last Stand. And it's the same writer as X-Men The Last Stand. He's also directing it. I don't know why they did that. The, what the were whole, they I almost thinking? forgot to mention the aliens. I don't, it's so easy to forget because they're so forgettable. They're so bland. They're so bland, boring. There's no character given to any of them. And we feel nothing when they're eradicated. Yeah. I mean, the... Was it the big finale, right? An apocalypse, like Magneto is moving the earth. Yeah, they're here, pyramids going around. Yeah, it's you feel stakes. Yeah, here they're on a train. They're on a train in the middle of nowhere. Yep. No, it's a it's a it's, terrible movie. I never want to see it again. No, it's, yeah, it's me truly, either. it's truly awful. All right, well, glad we could agree on something. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, we agreed with both our top twos, huh? Yeah. It's funny. Well done. I want to give a couple shout-outs to other just terrible movies yes. this year. Uh, Escape Room came very close. Yep. Uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> Lego Movie 2, which was more just oh, a really mediocre yeah. movie. And I don't think it was bad necessarily. It was just really middle of the road. 
Right. Um, but that made it disappointing because the first movie was so good and Lego Batman was fun too. Uh, and Us, which was a pretty big disappointment because I want to like Jordan Peele's movies, but I don't know. He just doesn't. Doesn't do it for you? He, he doesn't. It doesn't follow through the whole way for me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. For whatever reason, I don't think his. He's got an idea and there's cool things you could do with that and there's cool things he does do with that, but then it goes off the rails. And I think Us was. Uh, way worse than i didn't really care for the other one what was it called get, get out. out i know a lot of people like that i didn't really care for that but i thought okay fine whatever it just wasn't for me this movie i was like no this is actually kind of bad you thought it was bad i thought it was kind of bad yeah good yeah. performances but bad movie bad um you have any you want to shout out yeah um i would uh say aladdin yeah yeah, I just, I did not like that movie. Really boring. Just um, totally devoid of emotion. Yeah. And thing is, like, it could have been interesting. I don't think it would have, like, I, I don't know. I don't know really what they could have done with it. But Disney has this problem of remaking their movies with the same plot the same it's the like they, they'll change little things here and there but they it's overall it's pretty much the exact same plot points disney listen i am i am Walter, wearing we know you're listening i am wearing one of your sweatshirts right now i support you know disney i know you guys can do good all right stop being lazy with your stories okay i know you got you got some smart people there all right, I believe in you. In fact, I have one of your movies in my top five. Okay, there's room for improvement. I want to see it this year. He's a fan. We just want good movies. Yeah, we just want good movies. Come on, they don't care about that. No, they, they just yeah. want the money. Yeah, Aladdin made a lot of money. Yep, and they're gonna, they're gonna keep, keep doing, doing everything. Yeah, and I haven't seen Look Lion for, King, but that would probably be on my worst list as well. Because to Mulan, everyone. <laughs> yeah, and Mulan. <laughs> Come on, Disney. All right. Now we're going to go to our top five best. Before we do that, let's do the shout outs. I did it backwards last time. So I'm going to give a quick shout out to this is from 2018, but I would have put it on my list that year if we had done one. Uh, but I didn't see it until this year. Mid 90s. Excellent, excellent movie. Go watch it. Mm. Uh, Godzilla actually came way closer. Actually, it did. I have it on here twice. Spoilers for my list. Godzilla's number five. <laughs> uh, Shazam. I Just a shout out to it because it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it was like, uh, it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was an okay movie. Uh, and Cold Pursuit. Yes. Not, not a great movie, but it's like, ah, it was different. I, right, yeah. I appreciate good that. Good dark comedy. Yes. Um, some... I guess honorable mentions for me. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. I feel that movie's on your top five. Yeah, it is. And um, I liked it. Um, it's just I don't know how often I would want to like revisit it. Sure, it's a long movie. Yeah, yeah. but I I know I'd, long, I would slow movie. Yeah, like I'd probably watch it again after some consideration. Sure, you know. Um, but yeah, great. Uh, Great characters. Quentin Tarantino kills it with dialogue. Excellent. Um, <laughs> Detective Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind it. No, um, good movie. I liked I it. I liked Ryan Reynolds, surprisingly. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I don't, like, hate him, but it's just, like, him in that role. 
it didn't seem like it would work. Could it not? It fit. did. Yeah, he was funny. Um, and there's uh, there's enough lore in there, right? If you know the universe, you're like, ooh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I agree. That. No, they did some cool fan stuff in there while also just having it be general enough that a person who doesn't know Pokemon could enjoy it. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Yeah, I liked it. Um, another one for me is. I, I did not think I was going to be seeing this movie. I mean, even in my honorable mentions, but Midsommar. Mm. Uh, after watching it in the theaters, I'm like, I'm never watching this movie again. Yeah. And then I watched it again, and it made me appreciate it more. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like there, there's a decent arc for the main character. Um, like, I get invest, I got invested in the world. Kind of wish they showed a little more stuff, which, I mean, if you've seen the movie, you're probably like, no, <laughs> but I I don't know. I feel like they could have done. A There's areas more. for improvement, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the the progression of her from the start to I the end. I do too. Yeah, yeah. Thinking like after watching the movie, and thinking on it, like I I like it more. Yeah. Um, and then uh, us actually. <laughs> I didn't I hate it. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> I uh, but. Uh, kind of going off of the same reasons that um, you hated it. Um, like there are some um, ideas that like they're really interesting. Like I feel the whole the the premise at the beginning it kind of got me into the movie, and then the first like bit especially like I was a lot more invested. And then it took yes. that turn. I and was invested in the first right, act, right? And that's where I, I that's I, I definitely understand mm-hmm. you know where you're coming from. Um, no, I really liked the first act. Actually. Yeah, no, it, it, the tension was real. Yes. There was, it was very tense. It turned into a little bit of a different movie after that. No, yeah, it, it completely went off. That's, that's why different, I didn't like it. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah, shoot. Then right. it's time for top five. Go well, ahead and do your number five. All right. Uh, my number five is going to be Knives Out. Oh yeah. Good movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I almost went into it thinking like I knew what was going to happen, and in a sense, like I was almost right. But there were a couple turns that I wasn't quite expecting. Yeah. Um, the characters are all pretty good. Yeah, and I think that helps the movie a lot where it does fail. I uh, yeah, there's there's characters that are really unlikable. Um, there's characters that you really want to like, that, but they're all really good. Um. They're written well, so even if you don't like them, you still like, you know, can appreciate them as a character because they're what are they what they're contributing to the film, um, right? And they're all pretty flawed too, which is great. Like everyone, everyone is flawed, even the main character. Um, and I, I like that quite a bit. They all that main actress is actually pretty good. Um, yeah, I'd I like quite to see her, her in more stuff because yeah, I think the only thing I saw her in before this was Blade Runner. Um, mm. she was the hologram girl in that. Oh shoot! Yeah. Um, but no, she was really good. I like that movie. Oh. Yeah. Was it I? Yeah. All right. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, big fan. Yeah. They're, gonna, they're doing another Halloween. I'm really jazzed about that. All right, Daniel Craig and his accent. I didn't mind it. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. it got me more into his, him and that character. Yeah. Me too. Uh, my number five, like I already said, was Godzilla. I it's funny that I put this on my top five because yeah. we did we rate this? 
I don't know. If we did, I think I would have given it like a six or a six and a half, something like that. And I stand by that rating. But it's in my top five because I liked it a lot. <laughs> six out of ten. <laughs> it no, is I, a six out of ten. I, yeah, I, I no, really I, think it is. I just like. I get you. I was watching the old Godzilla movies as a lead up to it. I had already seen some beforehand, but I, I watched even more. So I was really getting into like the cheesiness and the whatever lore there is i was getting into that yeah so i appreciated all the little things they did in this movie that pointed to those old movies they did a lot of stuff that like are super deep cuts that even like fans might miss just because it's like oh that's what you're alluding to but you you might miss it if you're not paying attention really cool things like that and i loved i i did not like the other godzilla movie i think it was just called godzilla right I didn't like that. They killed Brian Cranston 10 minutes in. He was yeah. the only character I was invested in, and they don't show Godzilla until the very end. This movie, they're showing Godzilla throughout the whole thing. He's fighting freaking... Uh, uh, his name is escaping me. I should have looked it Mothra? up. No, he's fighting with Mothra, which is awesome. He's fighting with Mothra against uh, the three-headed dragon and then the volcano one. And it's it, it's great because it's, it's literally just a remake of a very old Godzilla movie where those four characters all came together and fought against this guy together. And it's like, it's cool to see a, a 2019 version of a, a 60s movie. You know what I mean? Right, because, I mean, they just had people in suits, right? They just had people in suits, so it's cool. It This is a this is a, a, a scenario where it's kind of a direct remake, but... Not it, not really. I was gonna say it's like this is a scenario where that kind of remake works, but it, they took away so many liberties. So it's like it really is just seeing like okay, we're seeing this basic thing of we have these four monsters fighting each other. What do we do with that? Completely different story though, and I don't think the story works. But I appreciate that it's not a direct remake, and uh, I think the monster fighting is excellent. Um, I think the visuals are fantastic, like very, very, very good. Pretty much like top of the game as far as visual effects go um yeah i don't know i thought i really enjoyed it i, I actually i want to get it on on uh blu-ray i would not mind watching that again mm. i might skip right. the human scenes but the monster stuff was yeah. great <laughs> <laughs> uh that was my number five all right um my number four is shazam <laughs> oh wow really well hey i gave a shout out to it yeah yeah i Man, yeah, I went to that movie thinking it was going to be trash. Yeah. And I came out of it, like, actually surprised yeah. that I liked it as much as I did. We were, we were both pretty surprised yeah, <laughs> that it was even watchable. <laughs> right. Like, it's, I feel it's even, it's more than watchable. Like, yeah. It's, well, we went in with expectations based on that trailer where he's he's flossing and all that stuff. Oh, and gosh. it's like, yeah, no, that trailer. Bad. Pitch that movie pretty bad. And there's bad stuff in the movie, but the reason it works for the most part is you have that core of Shazam and uh, the kid, and they just have a really great dynamic together. And They do. Uh, what's the actor's name? The guy from... Uh, Chuck. Chuck, yeah. Whatever his name is. He, he does a really good Idris job Elba. at playing... Idris Elba. <laughs> he does a really good job at playing this kid in a you know adult's body. I, yeah. I bought it. Um, right. And that goes a long way. Yeah. You need that core to work or else the right. whole movie falls apart. But More than uh, Hellboy. Yeah, more than Hellboy. Uh, villain was kind of bland. Yeah. Um, and she's... 
we've talked about this, but like how violent it, it was. Yeah, it just gets really <laughs> violent for like, especially for a PG thirteen movie. Yeah. Which like you know I, whatever you know I watch. I, I watch. watch. I watch rated R movies. I watch Hellboy. Man. I watch all the gore stuff, man. It's just you know when you kind of have when you've set up this tone, and all of a sudden there's the, just the like tone. really grotesque violence. Yeah. The tone then, throws it off completely. Yeah. Yeah. It almost makes it like funny. Right. But it's not at all. Um, yeah, there's uh yeah, I don't know. yeah, I quite like the the characters. I like the what they do at the end. Yeah, I like the end too. That was cool. Um, you weren't expecting it, I think that's why it was cool. Right. Yeah. I yeah, I I I liked it more than I thought I would. Yeah, me too. It's uh I'm I interested hope, in the second one. Right, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm interested. Kind of forgot about it though. I, I forgot about it until I saw that list. So yeah, it's it, it kind of. I don't think people think about that movie when they think about like the DC universe. You know, I think it feels kind of separate from those movies. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, my next one is Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The more I I thought about that movie, the more I liked it. Uh, I really like that director. He's fantastic. He also did um, that other one. What was Hereditary. it? Hereditary. He did Hereditary. I, lo- I liked Hereditary more than this, to be sure. Like, yeah, quite no, a bit more. But as, as I. I still really like the style of this movie. I think that makes it go a long way. Uh, the hallucinogenic effects that they do in the film are are very very good because of how subtle they can be. How uh, you don't quite notice it at first. You're like, you know, oh, is that flower actually pulsating? You have to look at yeah. it. It's like, oh yeah, it is. Uh, a lot of cool stuff like that. And it, as it goes on, it just gets weirder and weirder. You know it's going to a bad place. You don't know quite where. Um, they fumble a little bit there with some of the characters, uh, especially as far as deaths. But uh, And some of the, there's just some weird decisions along the way that are like, what's, what's going on here? Why is this happening like this? But overall, I liked the characters. I liked that group. Um, I liked how realistic that relationship between the main character and her boyfriend was. That beginning is like it's it reminded me of Hereditary because it's just so real and so uh, uh, uncomfortable. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you f- um, you just <laughs> you feel for her. You feel so. It's yeah. like it's it's another level of sympathy you feel right. for her. Yeah, gosh, and it sets the tone up for the movie perfectly. Yes, fantastically. Yeah, he's really good at making people cry in a very realistic, ugly way. <laughs> wow, yeah. yeah. That, geez, yeah, that actress. Yeah, no, she's She actually, killed she's that role, she's I will excellent. have to say. I, I bought everything that she was doing. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm really excited to see where this guy, uh, the next movie this guy does. He's, at this rate, he's one of my favorite directors, definitely probably my favorite horror director. Um, mm. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, huh. What other M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Man, yeah, I'm su- I'm surprising myself with this list, but yeah. here, here I go again. Okay. <laughs> Number three. Again on my own. <laughs> Down the only road. Number three is Avengers Endgame. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um. Very high up too. Right. And so, the reason this is here is, I feel. This is like what you do in a cinematic universe. You've built up 
all these individual characters. So by the time you get to the last movie, you've set up all these things over the course of so many films and it all (laughs) congeals. That's not the right word. Wraps up. Yeah. (laughs) It all gets wrapped up here. And the, like all the trailers for it um, led me to believe it was going to be a certain type of movie. And so when it got about, I, I can't remember if it was like a third or halfway through, it threw me for a loop. And then I didn't know, I, I wasn't expecting the movie to be the way that yeah. it was. So they it, did a was, good job with the trailers yeah, for this film. Yeah. And I, I feel that's why it's, that moment is stuck with me. Cause I'm like, dang, I didn't know we were going to be doing this. And then Loki's the time travel. That's your yeah. Time yeah. Um, Gosh, dude, just it's it it almost had that feeling of uh was it Mission Impossible Four where just crap just keeps going wrong. Mm. And they're just like the stakes are real. I felt the stakes. And it's just they'd have to adapt and you know, it's the end game. It's it's the Avengers end game. Yeah, they finally say Avengers assemble, you know? Everyone yeah. let out a sigh of relief. Captain America gets it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. My man. My man. <laughs> uh, yeah, not for me, but God bless. Yeah. Uh, number three for me is Joker. I uh, really like Joker. I watched, I thought it was going to be my number one at first, but then I was really thinking about it and looking at the list. And I was like, you know what? I really like Joker. It has some problems, though. Um, and I think these other two movies kind of go beyond what this movie did. But. I really, really like Joker. I saw it three times in theaters. Joaquin Phoenix freaking crushed it. Uh, it, It's just, I think the reason it's doing so well is because it is so, it knows exactly what it is and it just commits to that and you don't feel, because this movie I assume was given a lot of uh, creative liberties as far as Todd Phillips, what he could do. Yeah. Um, I don't, definitely. I can't imagine DC thought this movie was going to do anywhere near as good as it has been doing. It crossed a billion dollars, which is crazy for an R-rated movie. Yeah, Um, I think that's double Rise of Skywalker right now. No. Right? They haven't hit a billion. Yeah, they just did. Oh, they just did? Yeah, they just did. Oh, dang it. But it's it's doing really, really well for an R-rated movie. Not to mention it was on a pretty low budget for these types of films, so... It did phenomenally because I think it's uh, it appeals to people in a way that is a lot different from the Avengers Endgame type movies where it's just like this is – that's superhero movies, but uh, comic book movies can also be this too. They can also be really small character-focused pieces and they can be dark and, and you know, disturbing. Right. Um, and I think people people can enjoy both of those things at the same time. I think that this movie proves that more than anything else that we we don't need the the lighthearted stuff all the way through the whole movie you know what i mean like we don't need the comedic relief and all that to forget about the dark stuff immediately right. after it happens we can kind of revel in that a little bit and uh actually have something to say too which is great uh yeah i think i i'm really glad joker did really well i hope uh, other studios kind of follow in suit and give uh give their teams the creative freedom to explore characters in different ways like that. It's just, it's very unique. You know, it's set in the eighties. Yes. So it's different. Something. Right. Um, going off of that, 
John Favreau directed yeah. The Lion King. Mm, yeah. Guy Ritchie directed Aladdin. Yes. Imagine if they had control of the stories in a much wider, like, creative aspect. Those could be interesting movies. Aladdin, maybe Lion King. I say don't even touch it. Yeah, no, like, I don't actually, know what, no. Yeah, I really, no, never mind. Forget, yeah, forget Lion King. It, yeah. I, I'm not watching that. But I could see, I could see Aladdin. I could see you doing an interesting take on Aladdin. Yeah, absolutely. But no, it's weird that movie doesn't have Guy Ritchie's no, finger on it. Not at all. At all. It doesn't have. It his doesn't style. feel like it. It feels very cheap, actually, which is very strange from a Disney yeah. picture. Yeah, I, I wish, I wish. Um, I wish we'd gotten the Edgar Wright Ant Man, you know? Yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's a cool movie. I'm glad it I'm glad it's doing well. Yeah. What's your number two? Number two. Uh that would have to be Mista Week Three. Yeah, me too. That's my number two as well. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good film. Yes. I think I For said one- before it might have been my I might have liked the second one more. I'm I'm way more on the fence now. I it could go either way almost. Yeah. Three is excellent. It is. They the stakes have already been set up. Even if you don't know though, you understand at the beginning that something's going down. Yeah. And that's Well it picks off right where the second one left off, which right. is so great. Yeah. I mean the second one leaves off in such a tense way, right? He's excommunicado. He's on the run. This one, right from the beginning, he's on the run still. <laughs> he's he's running for his life before this actually gets set into effect. There's some really good humor with the doctor. I remember he's like he wants him to shoot him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they integrate humor pretty well into these movies. I gotta say, they're, they do. They they're pretty funny without overdoing it. Um, I think I it's know, it's because of like Keanu's execution too. He has a very interesting style. And it translates yeah. well to a movie like this. He he's he's perfect for this kind of role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense for his character. Yeah. I love um, that every movie builds on the lore. We get yep. even more of the stuff with the high table and all that in this movie. Right. I thought when they went to the desert and they saw like the guy that's apparently at the top of the high table, I thought that was all kind of weird. It just felt like Yeah. This is the guy at the top. Why is he out here? He's in kind of a weird place and it seems kind of lame, but yeah. Whatever. I guess we're doing that. That was the only part of the movie I was kind of down on. The rest of the movie I I, I loved. Halle Berry and her yeah, dog was fantastic. Yeah. That scene was great. So good. I think she did pretty much all of her own stunts, you know, with the exception of a few probably, but she did a lot of them. Um, and the uh, the final uh, sequence, it just kind of felt like a video game in a fun way. Where yeah. He's going to go on level to level. You know, <laughs> it's like okay. You got to take on this guy with this kind of knife. Now you got to take on two guys. Now you got to take on the final <laughs> boss. You know, yeah. it's like it's it's great. It's excellent. It makes you feel like uh, that progression. You know, and he's getting more and more worn out the whole way, and you feel that. And it's it's great. Yeah, he's not indestructible. No, he's know? definitely not. They're yeah, but I I like how they. There are moments where those guys could have killed him, right? But there's a respect between them, right? So they're not going to kill him if he's if he's uh, out in a certain way or whatever. Or uh, even just fighting him is like an honor for them, right? I think they even say that. Yeah. So it's 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 cool and you see everyone has their own fighting styles. There's the guy with the curved knives. I mean, it, oh, the choreography yeah. is unmatched. You know, I mean, like The Raid probably is the only movie that really comes close. But it, it, these movies are amazing and I'm... I can't wait for the fourth one. Right? Yeah. 
When is that supposed to be? After Matrix 4, right? Uh, is it? I don't know. I think it's in two years. Hmm. Might be next year. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Are you pissed off, John? Yeah. <laughs> Cut to credits. Yeah. Perfect. It's perfect. That's all I you love need. it. That they know how to generate hype so well in those movies. It's 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 excellent. Unmatched. Yeah. Uh, what's your number one? Uh, my number one was your number three. Ah, Jokel. Jokel. Yeah, I came close to making that my number one. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I um was it? Yeah, we after we had watched it, we watched uh, Taxi Driver, and yeah, like you, you can definitely the see the influence. Yeah. Um, but I feel even Robert De Niro being in both movies, right? Yeah. Um, like. I feel that's okay though, like because he's paying homage to it while also making it his own. His own, yeah. It's almost more of a. I mean, there's direct parallels you can draw too, but it's almost just like that style too. You know, that kind of dark, creepy character where you're like, you're following this guy, and he, so there's clearly something wrong with him, but you're also kind of rooting for him, but you're also like on the other side of him at times. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, and I love his. Uh, I don't know the whole. Uh, evolution into Joker. It all makes sense. They set up all the domino pieces. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, you know the abusive relationship with his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, like people just don't treat him the same. No. Um, like he's just getting crapped on by society. Everyone. Uh, yeah, everybody. <laughs> Everyone so, in his like, life. So when he finally like reaches a point where like people are supporting one of his actions, they don't really they don't know it's him. No. But they're supporting what he's done and you know, he's kinda yeah, okay. Yeah. He's going he along with something. it and yeah, and inadvertently. In the end he accepts who he is. It's a great it's a great showcase of uh society. It's a great showcase yeah, of the media, especially. I think, and how they can kind of create these uh, uh, people out of nothing and um, uh, create their own narrative, especially. Um, People flock behind this guy because of the narrative that the media creates, even though Joker didn't have uh, those intentions that the mob has. He even says at the end, he's not political. You know, it's just he was created out of this this thing. yeah, I like that a lot. Chokeo. See, my number one was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, uh, I yeah, so I love this movie, um, and I think it's all just this perfect culmination of Quentin Tarantino and how he's able to write all this mundane dialogue that just it it feels so filler and pointless, but it's just feeding into more of this world. Uh, it's it's giving more depth to these characters and their uh, who they are as people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just so interested the whole time. I love the world that he creates because it feels so authentic. It really feels like you're back in time, yeah, uh, in old Hollywood. And that's that's so cool how he creates. It's a it's a fictional movie, but it's also set in in uh, partial reality. You know, he mixes reality with fiction. I like that a lot. Um, and the ending, it all just leads up to this perfect ending that you're not seeing coming. And it's just like, (laughs) but it, 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 and it's like, at first you're kind of like, where did that come from? Right. Um, when you save Sharon Tate from being killed, 
And, uh, but then you realize, okay, it all comes, it, it, it all comes together so cleanly. It's called once upon a time in Hollywood. It's a fairy tale. It's, it's, it's this world he created where, uh, Sharon Tate, right? He portrays her as this such a young and hopeful, uh, uh, young actress. She's just getting her start in Hollywood, but her future looks bright. He's giving her the happy ending that she should have had in real life, you know. And he's kind of he's given all of Hollywood just this really kind of rosy glow, and I I like that a lot. Um, it's it's a it's a really cool send off. Uh, uh, for that character and for uh, these fictional characters that he's created, I love Brad Pitt so much in the movie. I mean, he yeah, is, Brad he Pitt is was so great, good. <laughs> I will, um, yeah, I agree. Leonard, uh, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio is excellent, man. I mean, he really he's playing this character that obviously has like severe uh, uh, mood swings, and uh, he's bipolar. Um, but it's untreated. So he's just freaking all over the place. You know, he, he has no confidence in himself or he's, he's the best actor ever. And he can, he's, he's Rick Dalton. Damn it. You know, he can do it. Yeah. I um, love the, like him pulling into his place and it's got the, the poster. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. I feel that's such a good, just little representation of what he's having to deal with. Yeah. You know, like that's a certain image of himself that he, he sees that's how right? he sees himself yeah yeah that's what he's got the, his own memorabilia all throughout his house because yeah he's that's who he is that's who he wants to be Jeez, um, yeah, that ending is crazy it's it's so good <laughs> i i seriously it's like because the rest of the movie yeah. isn't really goofy you know but that la- that end of the movie it just goes full on goofy with and it, it all culminates to the point where we get the payoff why we saw that scene early in the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and the flamethrower. Yep. He still has it. (laughs) It's like, it's perfect. It's seriously one of the most perfect endings I've ever seen to a movie. And it's, uh, I think part of that is because it is a little off-putting at first, but then when you actually think about it, you're like, oh no, this, this wraps together all really well, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. I thought it was excellent. So yeah, those were our top, uh, those are our top, top movies and our 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 top five worst movies of 2019. We um, yeah, we obviously did not see everything. No, uh, this year yeah. I would have um, I would have liked to see. I would have liked. I would have liked to have seen. To have seen <laughs> whatever. The last 1917. House. Yeah, 1917. I feel that would be pretty good from the director of Skyfall. Is 1917 2019? I think it's 2019, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it came um, out. Okay. And Lighthouse, yep. yes. Um, uh, Parasite yep. It's another one yep. that seems to be talked about. Yeah. Um, Uncut Gems. Yeah. That dang, man. I really Uncut wanted gems, to see yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this would have made the list, but Jojo Rabbit. I was yep. kind of. I would have wanted to see that, that too. Uh, I didn't get to see Dolomite as my name. I heard that's good too. Ah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of movies we didn't see that. I mean, I could see one or two of those probably even making the best list just because uh, yeah. of what I've heard from them. Um, so it's not comprehensive. It's just based on us. And this is our list. Like I said, especially with the Godzilla one, like not, I acknowledge not a great movie, but I enjoyed yeah. them. These, oh, are, the movies, these are the five movies we thought were our best. These yeah. are our favorite so uh, comment your top five com- movies below in the Do comments uh, if you it. want. 
or not. I mean, and, whatever. Well, no, please do not do it. And uh, follow us on all the all the, all the uh, socials, the YouTubes, and the Apple Podcasts, and the Spotify's, and the Stitchers. I think I said all of them. Is that right? I, I sure. Think, I think so. I think we're on all those. <laughs> Just look for the talking. Um, and yeah, I think that was it. This this is the talking podcast. These are movies. We look forward to uh, 2020, everybody. Yeah, hopefully uh, there will be some good ones. Hopefully there's, yeah. Well, more good ones. There were more, I think there were more bad ones than good ones this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. But we'll see. And we hope you will join us for that journey. And but this on, is uh, us. So the, <laughs> the movie. Signing out. Thank you for... We're really Looking good at, at the talking these. with your ears, yeah. <laughs>